Do you want me to get some B-roll of ducks and um, things down the lake? Do you guys wear the same shirt every episode? And it's like the same, <laughs> the same yes. video on top of each one. We're like the Simpsons. We only own one pair of clothes. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll have to get a uniform. I, I think we should. Safari suits. Oh, I was just going to say screen printed shirts with our logo oh. on it. But Holy crap. Safari suits with our logo on it. Whatever we go, it needs to be wearable in summer. Like the heat of summer. Like, Do you think we'll still be going in summer? I think we'll be going all year. <laughs> for sure. the, best, the best part is we'll start merch and it'll just be three shirts and it'll be one each. Yeah. That'll be our home, whole merch. Can we get a, a special bulk buy? Yeah, how many yeah. do you want? Three. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Post Box Roulette. I'll I'll break it if you. If I'll you rochambeau you for it. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do? That's not it? rochambeau. I know. Every time we do this, we we get. Oh. <laughs> oh. Was that a rock? Then you just win. <laughs> it was a rock. I reckon I that's a, the scissor. That's a cheat. Nah, you could you could have the win. Take it. That means you go first. Does it? <laughs> if I won, I choose. <laughs> this didn't work. Damn it! All right. Um. Hi. Well, just no. pull. Just pull, just pull. I can't do that. Welcome to Postbox Roulette. <laughs> do it, do it. It's, it's like if it was 50 bucks, I'm sure one of you guys would put your hand up and be like, I mean, yeah, I'll take 50 envelope. bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's it. You take it, Luke. All right, let's do it. Okay, envelope, real envelope, number one. Olympic, 189055, serial code. Question is, what is the most sobering place or thing that you have ever experienced? So keeping with theme and going deep, 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 as we always seem to do. Um, most sobering place or thing. Um, all right. So for me, I traveled overseas for the, like, well, not the first time, but I went over to Europe for the first time about four years ago. And um, part of our trip around, uh, we were there for a friend's wedding and he decided he wanted to have his um, Bucks party in Poland. So while we were there, we thought we should um, do the right thing and see some of the sites and um, what happens to be there, but Auschwitz. Mm. And oh my God, I did not know much about that place before I went there. Is that I, where they do Oktoberfest? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hear they've got a really good shoe shop there as well. Oh God. Oh damn. <laughs> it's, it's hectic. Like I, I knew what I thought was a bit about it, but when you get there... Um, I was in tears walking around the whole place pretty much just hearing the stories and seeing the, um, you know, what's left over. There's a whole room full of human hair and it is huge. Like it's one of the biggest rooms I've ever seen and it's just that. And it's not all of what they had either. They Mm. used a lot of it to stuff mattresses and so forth at the time too and sold it on. So um, that... Is it like they had like, um, you know, prosthetic legs and things like that? Yeah, prosthetic legs. There was... um, like grooming kits, like little people hair brushes, their little polishing kits for what polishing their boots, mm-hmm. whole room full of shoes and boots, whole room full of clothes. Um, and then, you know, you'd see the sleeping quarters and then we actually went into one of the gas chambers and, you know, I, I was just in tears the whole time because I felt so emotional over that the whole they, experience. They had the tear gas on that day? <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but even part of the tour, right? So, I mean... At the same time, we went along and we didn't book anything before because we were there for a Bucks weekend, right? So we just thought we'd wing it. Yeah. And the only way we could get onto a tour was to go on a Polish speaking tour. 
And the guy that we went with, he is Polish. So he's like, it's okay, I'll just translate for you. And the guy started speaking. And he went, oh, this guy's too quick for me. I can't, I can't understand him. So we ended up having to just sort of walking along and we found uh, another group that was not far ahead of us and we found what their channel was and just used like the little thing on our watches to spin the dial back so we could hear the American version, which is English. Yeah. Um, and then we could really understand what was going on. And mm-hmm. oh, it's ghastly, I tell you. What, what do you do after a day doing a tour like that? Like... You can't exactly go out drinking. Well, that's exactly mates. what we did because we were we. What could you do? Like we yeah. were so shocked by it all. Like you had to go and sort of almost drown your sorrows. It was pretty yeah. terrible. Bit of self medication, yeah. and that was the first part of the trip. You know, so they take you from there and they say, right, we'll meet you down the road at mm-hmm. um, Auschwitz Two Beer Canal, and that's where the trains would roll in. And they would say, right, you guys come this way, you guys go that way. And if you're off to the left, you're straight into the gas chamber, men, woman, child, the whole lot, doesn't matter. And you're gassed on the spot. Everybody else is over in the slave labor camp. And if you don't pull your weight or do what they want you to do, you're straight back over the other side of the tracks and then you're in the chamber too. Yeah. So it's we, we walked, we drove to the doors of that place, saw it. And just went, no, nah, we're not going in here. Like, yeah. we, we've seen enough. Like, this is terrible. The fact that they could get away with this and that so many people followed one man um, and his take on life and what should be, you know, the mm. way they're doing things to, to, you know, kill all those people. It's just out of control. wasn't that long ago. And it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no. So it was nuts. It's, it's crazy, but like his morals were wrong. Yeah. Like really wrong. Mm-hmm. But what he achieved was outrageous. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't think anyone's got that power now. And I think that's a good thing because, mm, yeah. you know, even if he was doing it for good, there's probably something bad well, that comes out of it. Nowadays, if somebody tried to do that, everyone would stand up and fight against it. You know, they wouldn't yeah. allow it to happen. It's the fact that so many people followed him in blind faith and just went along with it and did it. And the amount of people that died because yeah. of the one man's belief, so to speak. Um, yeah, just phenomenal. So, yeah, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I went. Mm. But, wow, like, it's just out of control. Yeah. It's super interesting, though, isn't it? That, you know, uh, Hitler, obviously, very bad guy. But it's there was a realistically, like, a whole country behind him. I know there was a resistance in, within the country and mm. stuff like that. But he couldn't achieve what he did without having a country, you know, supporting him. Essentially, yeah. well, he had he had government the whole works right. Otherwise, you you can't get the military to do what you want. So you've got to have it all in place. But yeah, but in yeah. today's times, if someone was you know coming to you saying this is what I believe, this is what we could do, they'd be committed if they had those kind of yeah. thoughts. You know, you're crazy, mate. What are you doing? We wouldn't do that to people. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, but then yeah, sure. Let's just get them off a train and go gas them all. Scientology is a real thing, though, right? So <laughs> maybe maybe that could be our modern day one. Potentially. Did it change any of your, you know, we say the question was sobering. Yeah. Um, obviously, it did that. But did it change any uh, your life outlooks or? I, I think it's just, it, it opened my mind more to how naive I have been into like history of the world. Yeah. Um, so now I pay a lot more attention. I find myself like seeking out information about history. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it wasn't very long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be in Berlin and see the wall of remains of the wall and then find out the story about that, um, you know, it, it made me feel like I, I really should have traveled a lot more when I was younger and I had the time to appreciate it and to yeah. learn more about the history. Um, Cause we're a very young nation. You know, we've really experienced nothing in the scheme of things. Not, not my people. <laughs> Here we go. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just opened my eyes a lot more to, to the whole world. Um, mm. And now we're in Corona and lockdown and um, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so I guess it's all about trying to seek out that information rather yeah. than being there. And like it was just thinking information as well, but maybe now we can spread information and spread what's good and what's bad so much easier yeah. that this stuff shouldn't happen again. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's Because right. even if the idiots get together and band together like they do, yeah. they get shut down so quickly now because they still almost have to be publicly gaining followers. Yeah. Yeah. And there's enough of us out there with half a brain yeah. that can shut it down. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, look, what a delightful way to start yeah. a podcast, oh, eh? With a, yeah. This is what happens in Postbox Roulette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the yeah, thing. So. I mean, yeah, there's nothing in my life that's even come close to being as full on as that experience was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, cool. Did you want to take this one away? We'll run this way. Yeah, right. yeah. I feel I feel like we could have a similar one. Um, and it's the same thing. It's not... Um, it's not a very, I don't know, a positive one, but Hiroshima was the same. Mm. It's like, you feel it in the air yep. and it's weird. Like I went there not really knowing any history for the first time, but just knowing it was massively significant. Yep. And we just rocked up there. We stayed there. And as soon as we got to the park where the A-Dome is and everything, you just feel like there's something missing out of the air. It just felt really weird. Mm. And yeah, we went through the tour and it's the same thing. Like it's just tears you to pieces. It's like you, you lose faith in humanity in a way yeah. and you realize how badly we can do things. Oh yeah. And I guess it's like wakes you up to like, hey, don't go that far yeah. and don't let it go that far again. And like as civilization, I think we're doing mostly that. There's still pockets that are bad, but I think you need to see that and remember it and it sucks at the effect that it did have, but we've become better people for it. Like, we haven't done nuclear weapons since, right? I don't think. Not like in... Like, not we've done testing. Testing, yeah. Not yeah. On, yeah. That's and something it, that I have to come to grips with is that we're on the side of the guys that actually dropped the bombs on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. It was Nagasaki, wasn't it? The other one? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's something that I think we all should battle with occasionally and realize that, like, you know, essentially we did that. I know we didn't push the button or make the decision, but... We're on the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a big deal. I do have the same one as you, Dan. It would yeah. be Hiroshima as well. Um, yeah, very full-on experience being mm -hmm. through there. I think the thing that got to me was when you went through the museum, you know, you, you, there were a lot of descriptions. There's not really any pictures or anything from that time, I don't think, um, what happened, but a lot of descriptions about, you know, just people catching on fire, like yeah. the, the amount of heat in the air. Um and yeah, just the thought of being by that river, you know, and just thinking about people would have just been throwing themselves into the river on fire. And yeah, it was full on. It was not a pleasant, uh, no. pleasant experience by a long stretch. But um, And one thing it did make me realize was that I didn't pay attention in high school whatsoever about history or anything. I mean, you mentioned Auschwitz and, um, yep. you know, Hiroshima. Yeah, we have a basic idea of what happened, but we did not pay attention, do we? Oh, not at all. And yeah. I found I chose geography so I could learn more about other countries. But really, that's just telling you where they are on the map. Yeah. You don't learn <laughs> about the history of them all. So it made me then, you know, rethink my schooling and the choices I made because I found it really quite interesting. Then everywhere else we went, I was paying more attention to what was going on around and what had happened in their past and history. All the tours, we went on tours in every town yeah. just to find out more. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've... I, really enjoyed gaining that knowledge mm. whereas you know i didn't look at it any earlier in life and you know i feel like there's probably more of these big major world events that schools should talk about more um you shouldn't have to choose to do a history class versus geography or something like that to learn mm. more about it i mean they can't tell you everything 
but both of what we've just talked about are very significant moments in in history yeah. And I think we should know more about it. And the fact that it was only, you know, fairly recent when you look at the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and in the 40s, 45 or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. So, so is that on us though? Did, is it our yeah. fault that we I didn't was, pay attention? I, I was going to say the same thing. I bet you they taught us all this. Yeah. And we're too busy sniffing that. Nico pens in the back. <laughs> no, they didn't say a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, no, they, no, didn't, they didn't teach us anything about history. Not really, not no. enough. I didn't even about Australian either. history, to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't feel like they told us as much as they could have. I still like. I'm sort of on your side, but I more blame myself. Mm. Oh, look, I, I really think it was my fault. I could have paid a lot more attention, that's for sure. But in <laughs> yeah. saying that, I do feel that there probably could have been more told or more information given, or in a more engaging way. Yeah, you probably got something there. We're all too young and naive that we don't really realise what the whole world means. Mm. Then you know, it's all about we going out on the weekend. And yeah, what I do next. remember is I, I can quote a lot from Ferris Bueller's Day Out because all the relief teachers would play that. Yeah. <laughs> relief teacher day, God. So if you, if you are listening in there and someone ever asks you what is the most sobering start to a podcast, you've just had it right there. <laughs> we just start off on a light topic. You want to come here for laughs. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm hoping that it actually just gives you guys some insight into the fact that we really are just taking these topics, you know, at random completely and we don't have any insight as to what they're going to be because um, you typically you'd start with something a bit lighthearted, wouldn't you? But this is the way it goes, the luck of the draw. That'd be the sensible so thing So straight in. <laughs> yeah. So are we going this way for the envelopes yeah. as well? Yeah. All right. Well, that. firstly though, we haven't even said who we are. So we're post-box roulette, everybody. So um, we did the first question without even getting into it. So um, I'm Lucas. I'm Dan. And I'm Matt. So thanks for listening so far and, um, you know, any any submissions or, or topics you'd like to write in to try and give us something not as full on for the first one would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, and you can send your submissions through to uh, postboxroulette at gmail.com or uh, follow the links you find on our socials to the anonymous posting page. Yeah, anonymous is good now. So you can post your stuff in. No one knows who it is. No yeah. one knows where it's come from. And it's like two clicks to get there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, envelope number two. It's a pretty topical one. Will cryptocurrency be the future of economic trading? I reckon I reckon it's maybe not the future as a standalone thing, but I think that there'll always be a valid element of it. It's got to be there and it's it's proved its point and the more people that subscribe to it, the more people are going to accept it as payment, the bigger it's going to become, but I think governments and all that rely so much on are subscribing to the money that they create out of nowhere and banks are so reliant on us borrowing money that they don't even have that yeah. we'll never get rid of that. Yeah. I don't really understand what, how it works with cash money. You know, like you just said, they just keep printing it and making it. So then how do you monetize it properly? Um, I, I'm, I I'm really far from it. an expert. Matt will probably correct me, but... God. <laughs> I think um, I think like, so the, like the dollar, right? The US yeah. dollar, they can print more. But the more of it out there, the less value it has. So it's like gold, right? Yeah. So you, if there's 500 kilos of gold in the world, that 500 kilos is worth whatever it's worth. Yeah. If there's 500,000 kilos of gold, it's, each piece of gold's not worth as much anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of based around that somewhere. But like you can you can print it more, but it didn't come from anywhere. So there's no value and there's nothing backing it. Yeah. 
So it's almost like fictitious, really. But then if you lose money or if you're one of those kind of people that just take cash and bury it and that's how you save it and keep mm-hmm. it away and it's lost forever, then yeah. how do you like equate the new money they're making against the money that they're destroying versus the money that's being buried and lost? And- but buried and lost is still a real thing, right? It's yeah. still there. It's just not being used. It's just assumed that I think a certain amount of currency disappears or gets destroyed over time. Yep. Yeah. I think what like a, a scary loss. fact... Yeah. Um, a scary fact is in America, I think last year... Look, I'm going to destroy this number, but um, it's something like four, no, 30% of all American dollars ever printed were printed last year. Like right. They were just printing money like crazy. Um, and this is what everyone needs to think about over there. They get all this money printed. They devalue their currency. Now they're looking at raising their minimum wage and all that. But yeah, the minimum wage might go up, but the value of that money might be the exact same value that it was when they were getting paid a lot less. Do you know what I mean? They're destroying their currency. But as far as crypto, yeah, I'm sort of along the same lines as you, Dan, thinking that it is the future. Like it is going to become more and more dominant in the future. It has its part to play, but government's not going to let go of having the control of their own currencies and controlling their own markets. It will still remain a bit of a dark web kind of thing i guess um it has its positives and its negatives um but i mean one of the positives i heard recently was there was a a gym that was um again in america uh had covid restrictions and they were going against the covid restrictions opening up copping fines getting arrested all this sort of stuff um the owner of the gym copped a fine and he said he was going to refuse to pay it and uh he was just going to cop the jail time but then the government took the money directly out of his bank without his approval. Uh, yeah, that's no good. So what he decided to do then was just to put all his money into cryptocurrency. Uh, and so the government don't have any access to that at all because it's not real money, um, but it's worth real money. And it's a way to get around governments and you know stick to things like that. Yeah, I, I think it's the way of the future. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And you talk like the dark web and, and that kind of thing. That's the way I kind of see it. Um, and it feels like it's something that was created to cover up, um, you know, dodgy transactions and so forth like that, you know, a mm. uh, bit of a background thing. And I'll be honest, I don't know anything about stocks, shares, currencies and cryptos, all that sort of stuff. So for me, it's all a bit unknown. And I feel that the only way that I'm really going to start to get my head around it, if it becomes more mainstream. Um, yep. and it gets talked about more. I mean, the last few days, there's been a lot of talk and chatter going on with what's going on in the stock market. Um, so I've paid a little bit more attention, but not enough to get my head around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of think that um, the only way I see it becoming something that becomes more mainstream is if, you know, one of the things we talked about in other episodes, that um, Neuralink, if that kind of thing starts happening, mm. then cryptocurrency yeah. will probably go off and through the roof because you'll be able to transact and use it and transfer it through, you know, your head and your mind yeah. without having to worry about, you know, logging on and knowing the information and trying to keep up with it to make sure it's worth anything. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily see it as like, having to be dark web sort of stuff. Like, I think that's predominantly what it was at the start, yep. maybe. don't know if it probably wasn't created for that, but just being anonymous leads to yep. people doing things that they don't want to be tracked using it. So, it makes sense. Yeah. But I don't think it its end game is in dark markets and, oh, no. and illegal things. I reckon, like, it will go mainstream to yep. the point where it can circulate as its own thing. Yep. Yeah. And you can trade without taxes, you yeah. know. Um, but again, is that... 
is that another way of dodging something? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying it's going to always be dark web, but it's definitely started off in that vein and then it's become more mainstream because more people got involved in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it will probably just be everyday, you know, mm. currency, I yeah. suppose, yeah. moving forward. But. Like, I like the idea of not being tracked with it because like, even I go down to Woolies, I like I won't use a everyday rewards card because they're just tracking what you're doing and like tailoring stuff to market at you. Mm, yeah. And they probably sell that to Google or whatever advertising and then all of a sudden like some pastor's popping up on your ads because you did it, like because you brought it sometime. Like I hate yeah. that sort of, yeah. they're using all your data of what you buy to dictate what goes on the shelves yeah. instead of doing it organically by supply and demand. They're trying to use algorithms to figure it out. To and maybe give you $10 off once every three to four yeah. months but the value yeah. of everything that you've purchased in let's, the meantime has gone up by four cents an yeah. item. Yeah. Let's up everything and then make out that we're giving you a sweet deal. Yeah, I was a big believer in cash and that's all I dealt with really yeah. pre-COVID. And, you know, COVID kind of wrecked that idea because, you know, money's dirty essentially people uh, won't take it yeah and yeah you kind of get looked down upon if you hand over some coins to someone mm. um but yeah i love for that very reason dan of being able to spend my money and no one being able to track me and it's not like i buy anything bad it's just nah. yeah i just don't want people advertising to me and and mm. targeting my weaknesses you know? well yeah. i find that when i actually have cash i keep onto it longer because you actually feel the value in it you see oh, yeah. it in your wallet it's a, it's a physical thing yeah um, but card, it's so easy just to tap away. And before you know it, you can put yourself in a lot of debt yeah. because you want things. Um, but when you've got to physically hand over that hard-earned cash to someone to pay for something, you think about it more. Yeah, You watch it diminish, right? Like yeah. You don't watch the number in your bank account. No one yeah. checks that. And we've been doing cash for our pocket money, like just our, our splurge spending sort of money. And it's like you're, you're more conscious of what you're buying. Yeah. So you're more... Less wasteful, I guess. Mm -hmm. Less impulsive and, you know, better financially with cash. Yeah. yeah. Just a ha habit thing. Yeah. And I think another thing about like crypto versus, you know, regular money, I guess is, um, you know, real cash is just a piece of plastic or, you know, for us or paper for other countries. It has no value. You know, there's a number on a, on a piece of paper. Yeah. Even the coins aren't real yeah. metal, like yeah. valuable metal. And it's just like, it, its value is assumed by the people and it only has value as long as the people believe in the currency, you know? Yeah. Whereas crypto is an actual thing. I, I know it's just ones and zeros, but it is a code that's, you know, not, you know, crackable or, or you know, you can't copy it. It's a thing that exists and serves a function. So, And it's finite, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they everyone do knows. Limit it. Yeah. 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 So it has a value in that way that it's, a, it's an actual thing. And yes, it's a code, but it's a thing that is valuable, whereas money is just paper. But it's not a physical thing, though, either. No, it's not physical, but it's something that has use. If, if, if money's not money, it's just paper. You can wipe your ass with it. Yeah, but then you're talking even like your bank account, using your card to transact or using your phone to make payments. That's not a physical thing. Yeah. That exists. True. So yeah. it's a similar sort of vein to... But again, that's just a number that someone's put in to a computer. Like they've just pressed 23 or whatever. Yeah. But crypto is actually like something that can't be duplicated. Yeah. So what he, I think what he's trying to get at is someone can't just add more Bitcoin into mm. the Bitcoin system and you, you, can't, you can't add it. You can lose it yeah. and it will be gone forever. But no one can come along and go, hey, we're running low on Bitcoin. Let's put five more million Bitcoins out there because it's already determined how many there are. 
mm-hmm. and they they got mined in the early days and blah 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 and all the rest. And at at some point, that's all they have, and they'll know how much they have. Mm-hmm. And the value is in like exclusivity and mm. and and that sort of thing. It's like diamonds and all that, right? Like, what's a diamond really? It's just something hard to dig out of the ground that's shiny and pretty. Yeah, it really means nothing, right? Like, you go back to World War Two when you know all you can get for a wedding ring is a piece of wire because no one's digging holes in the ground looking for shiny <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. who cares? Like. I, th- I think, like, at the end of the day, they're probably both similar in that realm. Mm. But it's the evolution, I suppose, of what's coming. Yeah. I think I think at some point, people want to decentralize it mm-hmm. and they want to make it outside of the government's hands. And that's why cryptocurrency is always going to have a good place. And, I mean, that's the start of decentralizing the, the internet in general, you know, taking it back. The way it started, getting it yep. back to that point, you know, the internet's way too controlled at the moment. We're probably we're probably heading away from like the traditional with electric cars and electricity, mm-hmm. solar and all that. I guess like we're taking away from the oil standard and everything. So maybe yeah. maybe a bit of that and a bit of this and a bit of GameStop, and we'll sort of sway the way we do things and maybe put it into a more modern mm. and more real like thing. Like mm. people are just picking oil barrel numbers out of the sky, yeah, based on how they want to dictate the market. Like yeah. that's a lot of shit, really. Like mm. yeah. So you should definitely come to us for your financial advice. Is that what yeah. we're telling oh, everyone? Yeah. GameStop yeah. and hold. Yeah. <laughs> hold strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're definitely experts in this. Anything else anyone else wants to touch on? Nah. On no, I'm clueless when it comes to <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I'm just pretending. Yeah. I, I think we did well to pretend yeah. like we knew what we're talking yeah. about. So. All right, next one. All righty, Matthew. here we go. All right. Oh, no, this is a terrible one for me to get. Uh, how good is CrossFit? <laughs> I am the worst person in the world to have to answer this one first. I have never participated in CrossFit ever. I don't really believe in uh, fitness and uh, all those kind of things. I Just don't know. health in you, general? You don't do anything for exercise? I do zero for exercise. You zero? got strong thumbs. <laughs> yeah, very, very strong thumbs. No, honestly, like the only thing that keeps me going is like my activities at work. Um, you know, being a male gigolo does keep you busy, but um, no, I not really when you are seeing the one paying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> for a discount, but um, no, I. How good is CrossFit? I'll say it's very good, but I've never done it. How does it read? Is it how good is CrossFit? Or Let's see, There's how no, good's CrossFit? Like, it, yeah, there's no emotion in no, a piece of paper. Thing. You don't know. No, yeah. Um, like, is that somebody telling you they think it's really good, or they're asking us what we really? It think? almost sounds like you're at the pub and you're like, "Hey, man, how, how good, good is CrossFit? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, got to get onto it. Yeah. Well, look, as the times I've observed CrossFit sessions happening, I think there's there's been good things about viewing CrossFit. <laughs> um, so I'm right there Sports with you. Sports gear is not just for no reason. Mm, yeah. yeah, I do love myself a bit of active wear, but um, yeah, it's amazing. I love CrossFit. Let's mm. go for it. Um, it's hard for me to even tell what's CrossFit anymore. You know, you got F45, you got FitStop, all these different nah. things. Uh, I don't know if they're the same thing. If I they're, think different, they're different, I really don't know. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just a group of people paying a lot of money just to catch up and run up the street. Um, and scream and yell and shout at each other and get so you, sweaty. You're also an expert on sports ball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. <laughs> on the way here, actually, tonight, I walked out of work and could hear this music pumping really loud across the way. And I, I, I crossed the road from a shopping complex that has a, a bar and a pub. Everyone thought the pub was really going off, but it yeah. was actually the F45 class and they had the lights all flashing. Everyone's running around in the street, dancing, doing whatever they're doing. I'm guessing they're working out. 
Uh, it looked really fun, but <laughs> I still drove past and went to the pub and got the beer instead and came here. So wise man. Um, yeah, like I'm not against it. I mean, I think it's promoting health and and wellness. You yeah. know, it's getting a lot more people out there because it's a bit more inviting and it, it seems fun and it's it's inclusive. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm all for it for that. It's not something that I'm willing to go and jump into. Is it something um, you have to sign up for? Like, yeah, you do. You pay a membership. It's yeah. a cult. It's like I think. fifty it's bucks. It's like at least fifty bucks a week. It's not cheap. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again. How many Bitcoins get, is that? Oh, what is a Bitcoin? <laughs> Have you ever signed up to it? No, but I've been to a couple of classes. So yeah. my sister-in-law does it and mm-hmm. they do like free friend Saturdays or something like that. So Like I've those to, floppy fish chin-ups that they do? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> spin yourself around yeah. and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I mean, I enjoyed doing it, but I felt like I needed to keep up with everybody. And it yeah. wasn't the case. Like they were all happy for me just to do my own pace. But yeah, I almost vomited at the end of it. Um, yeah. But I guess that's the point. You're trying to work out and, and get fit. And if I kept going, I'd probably be, you know, in a good way right now. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I just don't have the motivation or money really to, to pay to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems like it's like a whole body thing. Like yeah. you don't just like get specifically good at one thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably guilty of that. Like I just do one thing, whatever I'm doing, and then just keep doing that over and over again. So you, Seems like you do like a whole body workout and I've seen like clips of like CrossFit games on YouTube or whatever and they'll do like all different weird things but yeah, it's not for me. Is it competitive? Like, yeah, it's competitive? like, yeah, it's like world champion. Like YouTube was smashing me with yeah. ads the other day. Okay. Like some world champion guys sponsored by some company. Yeah. So, and, and me looking at it from the outside without knowing a lot about it, it, it just feels like it's a lot of really hard and fast. Mm-hmm. You watch the competitions that and the games. That sounds good to me. <laughs> And and it is like they're just going so hard. You just I, for me, I'm waiting for someone to get hurt. Yeah, because there's so much going on, and I've seen some people go through a fair bit of pain from what they're doing. Um, but <laughs> why, why are you laughing so much? <laughs> no, I'm just imagining like everything you said then could be said for pornography as well. Like, <laughs> that's where your mind takes you. Hard and fast in pain. Um, but I don't know. I, I just feel like it's just get in. This is what you're going to do. You're going to do it. Uh, without the breakdown of the disciplines behind it and, and how you should do it correctly? Well, give me some examples. I This is my worst topic. Give me something. Teach me about CrossFit. Well, I can't teach you because I don't do it. Show us some of the tricks they do. Yeah, I'm doing them right now. Yeah, <laughs> but like, how is it like a competitive thing? Is it like racing? Um, it's all sorts. So it might be set up that um, it's, it's over a day mm-hmm. of competitions. And this is just what I've seen. Correct me if I'm wrong, people out there. Um, but it could be set up over a day and... Um, if you're doing it in teams, so your team has to have like um, ran 10 kilometers or, or 100 kilometers in that day between you. Yeah. Um, and you do circuit work, basically. You go around um, and then you'll row like cumulatively, you know, 50Ks and yeah. um, and then you'll do these medicine balls and throw them up in the air. But you might have to do like 200 of those. So you do like 10 each at a time. You do 10, next person comes in, does 10. Okay. When you're doing it in groups. Same thing individually, but it's about getting through it. You still have to get to a certain point. Like if you're doing push-ups, you've got to do them correctly and, yeah. and get as many as you need. So is there like the a referee? Is there like a yeah, personal trainer? Yeah, there's people watching with, like with, a... with clipboards and stuff. And they, yeah. um, you know, they check off that you're doing it right before you can move on to the next thing. Yeah. Do they score you on your grunting as well? Again, I don't like... know. You're looking at me like I'm the expert <laughs> on it. The only thing I have is the sister-in-law who does it and she's really passionate about it. She loves it. She goes, you know, every single day. Um, and... Yeah, but I, I'm not going myself. I've it, just watched. It just sounds like sports day at primary school. That's what it sounds like to me. Like tunnel ball. And, yeah. Uh, you know, all that I'm stuff. pretty Much sure they do tunnel ball. Yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah, there was some cool, cool the three-legged race. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely my um, yeah, my poor subject that I know zero about. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm the worst person to talk to about fitness. Nah, I like think that. I was joking about it before that we need to start doing something because mm-hmm. I feel like for the first time in my life, like my gut. It's got that solid layer of fat on it where I always felt like there's a bit of something now, but I think I've actually got like a layer of fat there now. And it's like, man, like I'm going to have to work hard to get rid of it. Yeah, and it doesn't like that stuff off now. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to set a good example having a kid, be like, you know, work harder, be healthier and yeah. fitter. But like cruising around with a gut, like it's not really proven the point, is it? <laughs> I find if we're going to do it, if we're going to do this fitness thing, Maybe CrossFit is for me. I need to gamify, you know, oh, whatever yeah. I do. That's what motivates my brain, you know, ticking things off and uh, getting points and, well, you, can, you know, doing like this. If, if you get a watch, even the cheap one, yep. when you work out, it will give you like an effort score. Okay. And then you can do times. So you can do like the same workout or distance or whatever. Yeah. And try and beat your times. Yeah. And like I said, it's inclusive. Like I've enjoyed it when I've done it. Yeah. And you do feel good. I mean, I felt really bad when I got home. Yeah. But I felt good after yeah, I got a chance to recover. And I didn't like warm up properly. It's the first time I've done it. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to keep up with everybody. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I could see myself enjoying it. And I th- can see why people get hooked on it and want yeah. to keep going. Um, because it is made fun. And you do make friends in yeah. it. And you do things together. So um, if anything, it's probably the best way to do it. I find if I was going to the gym on my own, it's really hard to keep yourself motivated. Yeah. So you tend to just sit there and do the easy stuff or you just walk on the treadmill or sit there on the bike while you're watching the telly and yeah. you don't really get that much out of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'd give it a go. I just, it seems like so much money, but I guess at the end of the day, it's for your health, it's for your wellness. Yeah. So is it really that much money? Um, probably and if not. you're going to gain, you know, some friendship and some health out of it, I don't know, yeah. probably good. We'll jump on our YouTube channel, channel that I launched tonight, CrossFit Roulette. <laughs> and uh, we'll spin up some exercises from an envelope. Will we some, go or will we not? It could be some OnlyFans content there. Inside the gym, you know. TikTok. I know that there's like there's dudes that will just sell pictures of their feet and stuff like that, and they're like not appealing dudes, and they're making good money, armpits and shoulders and like all weird things. So maybe the the one time I went, there was a couple on there that were all about their Instagram, and they were done up like you wouldn't believe, just yeah. the makeup, the clothing. Sold them like, in. And they were I'm so anti literally, I'm out. Yeah. So they, they were a couple and one of them was fo- holding the ca- camera and filming the other person doing everything they did and then they'd swap and do the next oh, thing and no. it was just all about their stories and stuff. So you do get a lot of poses in it. Yeah. Um, but again, that's life these days. Yeah. We could get uh, people to write in CrossFit challenges for us. Yeah, that'd time. be pretty cool. Yeah. Could make up our own version. Battle or battle Which isn't even really exercises. It could be whatever you want. Man, if someone sends it in, yeah. I'll send them a six-pack. Send us a exercise we can do with just like in our backyard. And see who we'll, does the most. We'll video it. it. We'll race it. And a six-pack goes to the person who submits it. And maybe bonus points <laughs> if you spew. Um, I'll spew. Thing is, you have to come and collect your six-pack and be a guest for an episode too. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty cool if you're local. Yeah. But um, yeah, send, send it in. That'd actually be pretty funny. Yeah. And... um. See three fat guys, and we'll probably do it shirtless. <laughs> and and you get your six pack when we get our six packs from it. <laughs> That's pretty good. We're going long form tonight. Nice. Mm. Yeah. I think is. everyone's been pretty long. So so uh, all three CrossFit is great. It's got to be good. I think so. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Let's go again. What can we find this time? Okay. Oh, here we go. Uh oh. 
something for the men. <laughs> what are your thoughts on breastfeeding in public? Oh, who cares? Sorry, I shouldn't go first. <laughs> you can. I, yeah. I think the whole point is jump in. And yeah, I say go for it. It's it's a natural thing, you know. Um, you're, you're feeding your child. Yeah. Um, there's nothing more human than that. I don't have any problem with it at all. And those that do, they've got to go and check themselves, I think. Mm-hmm. End of the day. I go have lunch in a food court. So why can't a baby have lunch in a <laughs> yeah, food court? You know exactly what I mean? Right. Yeah, no mum should have to take their kid to the toilet nah, to feed that's them. that's bad. Nah, for yeah. sake. The only one thing I'll say, all right, I'll start off saying I got no problem with breastfeeding in public. Like, go for it, ladies. You know, it's completely natural. Anyone that thinks it's like something seedy or sexualized has got something oh, wrong no, with that's them. no good. Yeah. Um, but I feel like sometimes, you know, have you ever like looked at a woman breastfeeding? Like, actually, you know, when you're just walking through a shopping yeah. center or whatever yeah. and you see it, the first thing that comes into my head is always like, oh, that's nice. You know, like a mother feeding their kid. But there's always like this awkward moment I feel sometimes. Yeah. When, and the ladies out there need to realize that, I don't know, all three of us, yep. we would have nothing but positive thoughts seeing that. Yeah. yeah. And I think it comes down to um, the, the woman's thoughts as the mother feeding as well. Mm. Um, if, if, if you're doing it and feeding, you've you got to be okay with everybody around you um, being okay with that as well. Yeah. You know, don't look at other people who happen to just glance at you because you're doing it yeah. and then start reacting. Yeah. Um, you know, if someone's reacting at you doing it, definitely fire up. Yeah. Um, but there are people out there that will just try to stir you and they, and mothers too. Like I've seen it. Um, you know, I've been in a, a change room, a parenting room with mm-hmm. my young babies and changing their nappies and you get abused. Like, what are you doing here? It's for women. Yeah. Um, it's for parents. It's for young child. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm here for a reason. Yeah. Um, I get like, you need that space as well to try and protect yourself a bit. And I'm all for that. I'm not trying to invade in any way, mm-hmm. but you know, I think as a society, we all need to respect each other and understand that it's about the child. It's about the life that you're trying to nature, nurture, sorry. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, be okay with it all. Just let it all be. Yeah, you're right there. Like, if you're just like cruising through a shop and you're like, oh, there's a boob. It's like, oh, I wasn't expecting to see that. And like, you, yeah. you might like pull a face or something, but it's not like a, it's not discrediting it or <laughs> discriminating. It's just like, oh, like boobs are something most people hide. And then all of a sudden I just, like there was one just there. And like, generally you're not even seeing like a real boob. You probably see more in cleavage and some tops or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, Sure, you might get some sort of response from it, but if you're getting a negative response, you can mm. you can really go piss off. Like it's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, I think so. I say go for it, ladies. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Send it. Do not take your out. kid to the toilet to feed them. That no, no, you shouldn't have to sit in the corner and all the rest. Unless yeah. you don't want to do it in public, don't do it in public. That's all cool, but don't feel obliged to no. to hide it. Yeah, exactly right. No, it's natural, and it's the best you can get. Like, yeah, it's it's how so many animals live and grow. Why should we change that just because of perception? Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Agreed. Is that the quickest one tonight? That's been pretty good. I guess think of the topic. I mean, we're all pretty much straight on that. Yeah. Like it's something that should just be common practice. Yeah. And anyone that doesn't agree with it, pull your heads in. Yeah. 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 It shouldn't be a weird thing. That's right. Nice and easy. Oh, this next one's probably going to be bad then. Who knows? Let's see. Oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> is it normal slash okay to regularly sit down in the shower? <laughs> man, that's weird. Oh, is it? You go first? Oh, man, I'll go first. I don't... If if I've done like a massive bike ride or something and I'm cooked, hmm. I may sit down, but it's not regular. It's definitely not like a... I just... Like not even when I'm wasted. 
You're like, looking very cautious here while you're talking about well, this. Well, I'm looking at both of you guys and I can tell you <laughs> I can tell you both sit in the shower. No, it's it's weird. Oh, it's weird. Straight Is it up. weird for you because you pee in the shower? I pee in the shower, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. That's why it's weird. Yeah. Do, do you not pee in the shower? Oh, I try not to. Oh, well, let's let's clarify. Do you sit in the shower? Yeah, I sit in the shower. Do you sit and pee in the shower at the same time? No, I told you. I, I mean, I, I, I do pee in the shower sometimes, <laughs> but I try not to. You know, the toilet's right there. How regularly, I try to go. how regularly would you sit in the shower? Pretty regularly. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Like, Dan's the odd one here. For me, like, I'll stand there. You have your normal shower. If I know I'm going to be in and out really quick, yeah. you'll stand up. But yeah. if it's been a long day and you just want to just sit, like, soak all the water in. For yeah. three minutes. I don't want to have a bath. Yeah, yeah, only three minutes. Because <laughs> the bath, I feel like... It takes time to run it the whole yeah. bit and then you're yeah. in it and then you feel like you're just in your own sweat and yeah. whatever. Um, but the water just keeps coming down. It feels nice. I sit on the ground to sit there, relax. Crank it as hot as it'll go. That's what I do. Yeah. I, but I enjoy it. You and like the other it, do you like it, it lukewarm? Yeah. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other thing is I've got kids and um, we've got quite a large shower with double shower head. Mm-hmm. So we'll get in there all together because yep. they're only young and um, you know we'll, we'll, we'll shower get down easy to clean them when we're low yeah. and oh, yeah, yeah. Um, do all that sort of stuff at the you same know, time. I sit in the shower to wash the little guy all the time and I yeah. didn't factor that in. I'm yeah. thinking like, do you jump in the shower by yourself and sit down? Oh, even on that, I still do that. Yeah. So, you know. I um, reckon you're the weird one here, Dan, because I love oh. sitting down in the shower. Yeah. It is like, I don't know. I don't I've, know what it is. I've got a mirror that's on a suction cup so I can shave and stuff so I can take it off and sit down and just do it <laughs> sitting down on the ground. <laughs> This could be a topic that we get uh, get a bit of a survey in, in yeah, what do you on, do? on Facebook and see what is normal and what is not because... Have a vote. For me, I reckon it wouldn't be every shower, but maybe every second shower, I think Whoa. I sit down. Really? Yeah. I couldn't go that high, but yeah, a bit. I mean, if I'm working a late night and mm-hmm. I come home, it's just a stand up. Um, unless it's been a really tough day and you want to stay in there longer, but most of the time I just want to get out yeah. then. I don't want to be in there long. Um, do you yeah. get like the whole oh, you, I mean you got a big shower I got a, a bit of a smaller shower I'm just a pleb you know and um, yeah. I the steam I just crank it as hot as it'll go Yeah, no, I'm sit not, down but... underneath it the steam builds up I sort of imagine I'm in an onsen or something you yeah. know and uh, yeah I'm not a fan of scalding hot water um, my wife will go as hot as it will go but I, I mean I like it warm not crazy hot yeah. I even sit in there in the cold in the cold shower uh, yeah just to cool down I've been doing cold showers every morning and it's been awesome. Like it takes a second to get in. Yeah. Um, and I've started a process where I wet my hair and stand up and like that water starts coming over you so it's not too cold and then big breath and just jump yeah. in. And like it, it's pretty exhilarating and like I, there's some science behind it too, like super cold and super hot Yeah. can actually like release stuff through your body and get your body kicked on. So Do you yeah. scream yeah. like a little girl when you hit the cold? No, no. I'm always small anyway, so it makes no difference when you're under the cold water. I didn't ask you about your size. (laughs) (laughs) How hot do you have saunas? Do you guys go hard in a like if I go harder in a sauna than I would in a shower, so to speak, because I'm just in there to well relax and get clean. But sauna, you're going into for a reason, so you try. I try and go as hot as I can. Yeah, before I pass out. Yeah. Well, we might make a note of this one. I think we'll ask uh, ask on the socials what the public's. Ask it as it is and just, yeah, we'll see what votes come back with. Who's normal and who's not. Um, And what's normal. Yeah. Well, yeah, look. We'll find out. You do you. You are normal. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I do is normal. Um, All right. Well, I guess we'll empty the clip. Should we go uh, number six? We'll go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. It was my turn, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 All righty. 
Oh, that's a big bit of paper. <laughs> oh, it looks on. like it's got a picture on it. If this is the first topless photo, this yes, is yes. The... <laughs> <laughs> it oh, is too. For all the viewers out there. Oh, Excellent. sorry. Uh, we've got a great set of jugs just come through. <laughs> oh, and all that says is you're welcome. Oh, so lovely. to whoever sent that out there, um, we thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there is people listening. This would have been most appropriate just after the breastfeeding question. Yeah, feel, it's two but, questions uh, too late. Yeah, yeah. But, and uh, we're not streaming on Reddit tonight, so yeah. uh, it's probably a good thing. Lucky we're not doing video. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to open them more discreetly. <laughs> oh, does that mean I've got to go open another one now? And, nah. And, and see how we go? Let's I, call it at that. That's a pretty good one wow. to hand it on. Thank you very much for the photos, ladies out there. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're still a bit uh, in a awe of the fact that it came yeah. through. We joke about it and it actually happened. <laughs> so this is the only podcast where you can start with, um, you know, Hiroshima and Auschwitz and then end up with the topless photo at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks for everyone for sending in your questions. Keep them coming. Um, yeah, make sure you like and subscribe and... You know. and, and, and share that's the biggest thing so yes. you know we've got uh, a few episodes are uploaded now uh, and we are trying to drop one every week so if you could just listen along and share it with your friends and you know tell some stories about what you've heard we'd love that um, and we're only as, uh, as good as uh, our fans out there so you know spread the word mm. yeah smash the like button yes. all the other catchphrases yep. and uh, we normally do a reverse sponsorship in this and I haven't discussed Ooh. it but um Let's just do one. It's a podcast one. Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. If you want a raw podcast that's interesting topics every week, but a dude that's not manufactured, he's not doing anything that anyone expects out of him, Ari, Sh- Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. Tag him, tag us. It's a comedic thing too, isn't it? He, oh, he's a comedian. He's yeah. a funny guy. And yeah. he's he does a yoga challenge on YouTube using using names that you would use in the bedroom for the positions of the yoga moves it's pretty entertaining um so yeah a bit of a reverse sponsor there mm. send him a send him a note saying you came from us nice nice one thanks everyone thanks guys see you thanks, on the next guys. one peace see ya waka waka